You know what cheers me up? What? Rolled up aces over kings. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. The House of Cards. Today, the game is different. With author and professional poker player, Ashley Adams. Okay, we have some skill. Hello, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. Welcome to House of Cards. I'll be your host for the hour. We have two guests today. The first is David, Dr. David V. Forrest. He is a clinical professor of psychiatry at Columbia University with experience in anthropology, and he's also the author of Slots, Praying to the Gods of Chance. We look forward to talking to him. And then we have a fascinating guy, an author. His name is Dan Lewis, and he writes a daily email where he points out interesting, unusual, weird stories of general interest. And uh, we're going to have him talk about some gambling stories uh, that I think will be amusing to everybody. So stay tuned. We'll also have a mailbag segment. Uh, listeners, if you want to call in with your question, 609-474-4627. We'll be back after a quick break. Hey, it's Dave from House of Cards, and you know this show keeps me busy traveling around the country. Do you hear all that noise behind me? That's a casino floor in Atlantic City. Even though I'm around all this excitement, I still need a good night's sleep, and that's why I bring my pillow everywhere. Now, don't get me wrong, the hotel rooms here are very comfortable, but some of their pillows aren't the best for my back and neck. That's why my pillow is a must for me when I travel. And right now, my pillow is offering a special four for one deal. You get two my pillow premiums and two go anywhere travel pillows. All for the price of one my pillow. Go to mypillow.com or call 800-319-7913. Click on or mention Radio Listener Special and use promo code CARDS, C-A-R-D-S, at checkout. My pillow comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee, a 10-year warranty, and hey, you can even wash and dry it. You deserve a restful, deep, comfortable, and like me, healing night's sleep. That's the Radio Listener Special at mypillow.com or call 800-319-7913 and use promo code CARDS. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code BABE16 at checkout, and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code BABE16. That's B-A-B-E-16 at adamandeve.com. Make your game night the envy of all your friends and family. Play on a -a one-of-a-kind table. Play on a Pro-Caliber poker table. Pro-Caliber tables are made with the highest quality gaming suede on the market. And with their Table Builder app, customers can create a table to accommodate any game. Select one of the in-stock designs from their site or imprint your own. And now, you can get a free 600-count coin inlay chipset when you purchase a Pro-Caliber poker table. Here's how. Use offer code H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O, that's H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O, when you check out at ProCaliber.com or when ordering by phone at 24025-POKER, 24025-POKER, that's 240-257-6537. ProCaliber Poker Tables, stop playing around and get that table you've been looking for. Listening to the House of Cards. Nice. Listening to the House of Cards. You're listening to the House of Cards. Nice. Nice. Not thrilling, but nice. Welcome back, everybody. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards. Those of you who listen to the show regularly know that we like to have people from all 
areas of the gambling world, including scholars and doctors and authors. And right now, we have somebody who is all three. His name is Dr. David V. Forrest. He is a clinical professor of psychiatry at Columbia with experience in anthropology and many other things, by the way, I'll add, which I hope he will fill in the blanks on. He's also the author of a book, Slots, Praying to the God of Chance. David, are you there? I'm here, Ashley. Good. So give our listeners a little bit of your vita. I, I got it in the mail and it is exhaustive. I mean, it is unbelievably long, the stuff that you have done. So give us a condensed version of who you are, and then we can get into this book. Uh, well, I, I'm a, actually a practicing psychiatrist who has a lot of uh, interests in the uh, applied um, ways in which you can take uh, psychiatric knowledge and uh, apply it particularly to social uh, phenomena and to various groups uh, I mean, a number of the things I've done, I did uh, field work in uh, in Vietnam when I was over there with the Army and uh, uh, did a study of uh, the world of Star Trek, uh, did the study of the ballet world with my wife, uh, a number of things like that. Uh, I, I enjoy uh, looking at social phenomena, and uh, slots is just one of those. Okay. Actually, right now I'm working yes. on a book uh, on... Uh, fine arts models, people who uh, like to pose uh, uh, and why they do it and, and what that's like. Uh, well, so. that, that's a fascinating topic in and of itself. I remember when I was in college, um, the pay for modeling was so much higher than any of the other jobs. It was tempting. I never was sufficiently tempted to disrobe and uh, pose naked, but I was tempted to do so. And so maybe we have another show uh, <laughs> that's not on gambling <laughs> about that. But I am curious to know how it is you entered the world of gambling and slots in specific. What piqued your interest and caused you to investigate it and then write a book about it? Uh, well, other than the uh, a very occasional trip uh, previously to uh, Vegas, particularly for the shows and the food uh, and a little bit of gambling. Uh, one of my kids was studying pure math at Brown in the 1990s, and so we were driving up and down uh, from the New York area uh, to Providence and uh, witnessed the stupendous growth of the Connecticut casinos. Uh, when we first went there, they, had, they didn't even have slots. They just had, uh, like, Kino and Bingo and stuff like that. And... Uh, the phenomenon interested me. What was, uh, you know, what characterized uh, this this growth, um, which, uh, as you know, uh, has largely been mechanical gambling, and so that particularly uh, piqued my interest. Well, sluts, I think, get a bad reputation, at least in the world of cerebral people. Um, it's seen as a kind of a crack cocaine of gambling, and after reading your book. It seems that to you there's a lot more to it than just an addictive, manipulative kind of gambling that's dangerous and, and uh, maybe to be eschewed by a thoughtful culture. What's your take on slots? I mean, uh, especially, and feel free to talk about it as a spiritual or religious or meditative uh, activity as you do in your book. I'm curious. What's your take on it? Well, actually, uh, and I've, I looked over your all your previous um uh, Programs you tend to uh, have a lot on um, the uh, table games and uh, and particularly poker, I guess, which is very interesting. Um, but uh, and in the view of many table games players, slot players are just dumb because uh, they uh, play this repetitive game uh, and they don't have uh, control. Uh, but slot players are very different uh, from table game players, in my opinion. Uh, as much as a monk on a mountaintop is different from uh, a commodities trader. Go into more the, detail about that. That's very interesting. The slot player is seeking something other than competitive adrenaline. Slots players want to be alone with their machines as if they were meditating there uh, in a trance or a zone or, or praying to a shrine. Um, the machine manufacturers and the casino managers uh, don't fully understand their effect uh, because they don't know anything about physiology or the brain. It's rather that they sealed a variety of machines <clears throat> which have evolved uh, over time uh, by Darwinian selection of the most successful until they have become very, very entrancing and uh, attuned to 
a human need of some kind, which is what I am at pains to try to understand. Um, and um, the, the ways in which the machines uh, seem to appeal to us are very interesting, based on a number of, of things that we can scientifically ascertain. Uh, one is the unpredictable uh, random intermittent uh, rewards, which, uh, you know, B.F. Skinner said is the most strongly conditioning, keeps you pressing because it's unpredictable, and uh, it promotes superstition. Uh, Skinner had pigeons that he put in such a situation where they got rewarded randomly by a little pellet rolling down into their cage, and they would develop uh, these superstitions, like if they uh, turned in three circles and flapped their wing, that would make the pellet come, you know, uh-huh. because there's no prediction. So that, that gives people the ability, the, the, it, it encourages us uh, who play uh, to project ideas onto the machine so that people think that, um, well, that their deceased relatives are speaking to them, that there are various kinds of numbers uh, or, or rhythms or, or whatever, uh, other things causing it. Some wipe the screen, I mean, you know, or touch it. That's one of the things. Just pause one second with me again, and again, we're going to come back after a quick break. Retrievers, Labradors, Goldens are the main breeds that come through our door, but we'll train anything with four legs and a tail. My husband and I own a kennel. We train hunting dogs and also have a boarding and grooming business. Our dogs, they're athletes, and we feed them very quality food. You can't get enzymes in a commercial dog food because they cook it at such a high heat that so much important nutrition is just cooked right out of it. But adding Dynavite to their diet has... Every single dog in my kennel looking better than they have ever looked. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 859-428-1000. Dynavite helps them obtain that better nutrition that is hard to find in commercial foods. The omega-3 fatty acids, zinc. There's flaxseed oil, the seaweed, the kelp. They don't shed as much, and they're all over very healthy dogs. We tell everybody we know about Dynavite. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E. <laughs> Dynavite's the bomb. 859-428-1000. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. You're listening to the House of Cards. How lucky you are. With Ashley Adams. I'm kind of a big deal. People know me. Who the hell do you think you are? Hi, listeners. Welcome back to House of Cards. I'm Ashley Adams, your host for the hour. Listeners who just tuned in, we're talking to Dr. David V. Forrest, who's a psychiatrist that has written a book called Slots, Praying to the God of Chance. Uh, Everyone knows that gamblers are superstitious. Is there something that distinguishes the traits that you've noticed among slot players that distinguishes the superstitious behavior from, you know, a uh, a crapshooter who blows on the dice or who says, uh, you know, uh, Mother Mary when he throws the dice? What's the difference? There are similarities. I remember when I first tried craps, I, I threw the dice too hard and they hopped out of the uh, craps table onto the floor. There was a pause, <laughs> like a hush pause, and a lot of scowling and a long, a long silence. Then they all started betting like crazy because there's some superstition about newbies or you know, or whatever, uh, on, on my next roll, I mean. Uh, so, I mean, there are, there are things like that. But if you think about it, though, uh, maybe not craps, but uh, blackjack and many other uh, games, there is a method to the madness. You can, you can plot and you can uh, make uh, estimates of the predictability. Uh, uh, so the, the slots are, are even less predictable. But there's more than that. Uh, the spin cycle of the reels, you know, when you push the button, is uh, at a pace which uh, mimics meditative breathing about every three seconds. Three seconds is said to be the natural human time interval. It's how long babies babble, how long athletes uh, hug each other, and how long facial emotions lack. That's the second of the three things I would say. Huh. Well, what was curious to me was, you know, many of us in the gambling world see slots as deliberately addictive that i mean the, the maybe it's a myth but the the rumor is that um, the operators the designers of the machines 
actually try to infuse the games with enough um, mini jackpots to keep people uh, playing and that there's been a lot of research on how what's the um, ideal, the sweet spot for reward versus non-reward, as you've referred to. Uh, and it's all the way I've always looked at it is almost evil. But your take on it is that, well, it's true there are problem gamblers. And, and I want you to correct me if I'm wrong, doctor. Um, but there's much more to people's engagement with slot machines than just addiction. There's this meditative quality that you describe and other things, too, that if not wholesome, at least is benign. Could you talk a little bit more about uh, the at least non-negative uh, impact of slot play on people's lives? Uh, yeah, let me just say a little, one more thing about the state of mind, then we can uh, go from there. Uh, by the way, Natasha Schill, my anthropological colleague, has written Addiction by Design, uh, saying how the uh, manufacturers would like to scheme to uh, figure out uh, how to make slots more addicting. I, I think really they had a lucky strike in, in figuring out uh, in the way the machines turned out and that they evolve on their own um, more than that. But uh, let me just mention that uh, the concept of eye movement, uh, you know, the faces that we make, we know uh, from uh, brain studies, feed back to our, our brains and minds, and they create the corresponding emotion that the face is making, even if you just make the face passively. Now, when you're looking at a slot machine, uh, you know, when they first evolved, they looked like little toasters, kind of pathetic, but now they're ta towering altars, you know, uh, to which you, you look up, for rewards. In fact, they usually say, look up whenever you have a uh, feature. Uh, so what does that make our eyes do? Or it makes our eyes move up and down. They move up and down with every spin, and they also move up and down uh, when uh, the accessory uh, gadgets and stuff above them, the constructions on top of them, uh, light up. So what, is the, what are the emotions that eye movements uh, accompany and, and create? If you think about it, when you move your eyes up and down, uh, awe, you know, as you look up to heaven, and you, uh, as you look down, deference and fearful submission to authority. You know, short politicians, if you look at their photographs standing next to a taller one, they never like to be photographed looking down uh, or looking up either, you know, because that suggests an emotional relationship to something bigger than you, uh, grander than you, even, even the deity. We bat our eyes when we are in love or if we have a crush on somebody. So I think love and worship are some of the emotions. People have very, very positive emotions a lot of times when they're uh, playing the uh, slots. I uh, have frequently spoken to people who, uh, as I say, communicate with their uh, deceased relatives and think that the relatives are sending a message and will send a win. And if they do win, they, they attribute it. That's an, another example. Now, we doctors uh, test hypnotizability. Uh, by having uh, people uh, roll their eyes up, and you know, from uh, many uh, movies and other uh, images of people with their eyes rolled up, so that you can just see the whites are, are definitely in a trance. So the the eye movement is very powerful, creates a lot of these emotions, which are very relaxing, and uh, and many people find them uh, very pleasant. I think most people are not addicted to it, but they find it a a, a welcome uh, respite. That's very interesting, the connection to uh, meditation and the looking up and the looking down. I'm wondering if your studies have uh, reached into the area of online slot play, either for free, fun. I mean, you actually cite some mask, public, uh, some mask products, M-A-S-Q-U-E, and I know mask has um, mimicked some of the actual brick and mortar, or as you call it, silver and gold uh, or marble and gold casinos uh, and their slot machine games. Do you find that the same things hold true when people are playing slots online? And to what extent does the money involved have to do with the effect of slot machine play as opposed to just the physical engagement with the machine? Uh, I'm glad you mentioned the, the silver and gold. You know, it, uh, it may have been accidental or just the attempt to show wealth, but, uh, you know, there's a trope or a, a metaphor in, in much of religion um, uh, of having an ornate and beautiful uh, golden uh, church or cathedral 
Uh, and I think that as, that, that uh, many casinos are are um, merchants of awe in that sense, in that you you enter them and you uh, have a breathtaking spectacle of of uh, incredible wealth and beauty and sculpture and and uh, vaulted ceilings and um, you look up to all kinds of structures and things. This this adds to the uh, the otherworldly. Uh, I mean, at Mohegan Sun, you have uh, the rainmaker Indian shooting uh, right. the arrow up uh, to bring the money flowing, not rain, but money flowing down and so forth. So uh, there's that aspect. Uh, I, I don't think that the uh, uh, the online uh, uh, game has all of that uh, that much uh, uh, pleasure in that regard. Uh, and um, I, I understand that... Uh, uh, they are cutting into some of the brick-and-mortar uh, or, or gold and silver casinos to some degree. Uh, but I haven't made a study of them per se. Uh, I think, that, nevertheless, if you see a simulation in which the the reels run down and then stop, and then they run down and then they stop, and you're sitting there in front of your screen, uh, you may be doing much the same sort of thing. Well, very good, Doctor. I appreciate you sharing your insights. And again, for those uh, who are interested, the book is Slots, Praying to the God of Chance by Dr. David V. Forrest. Uh, where can people get this book, Doctor? Uh, you can get it online with uh, Amazon. There's a, it um, was published by Delphinium Harper, Harper uh, Collins and Open Road Media. There's a video on uh, YouTube on that. And you can also order it in the secondary markets off uh, off Amazon. Uh, Great. So I love people's interest. Listeners, that was Dr. David V. Forrest. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back with our next guest. Tired of hitting the casino floor and playing the same old table games time after time? Well, there's a new and exciting table game coming to casinos, and it's called Casino Over Under. Casino Over Under combines the thrill of sports betting with the excitement of blackjack. It's easy to learn and incorporates the over-under concept of sports betting in a simple and fluid manner. Casino Over Under is undeniably faster than ordinary blackjack. There are fewer decisions to make, and all of them are fairly easy and exclusive of the other players at the table. Fewer decisions means faster gameplay, and that means more hands. And with payouts as high as 50 to 1, more hands means more winning. Head on over to CasinoOverUnder.com to learn more and stay up to date on where you can play this exciting game. You can even play Casino Over Under on your iPhone with its social app. Casino Over Under. Simple, fast, and fun. Play it now at the Magnolia Bluffs Casino Hotel in Natchez, Mississippi. And coming to casinos near you. Must be 21 years or older to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Make your game night the envy of all your friends and family. Play on a one-of-a-kind table. Play on a pro-caliber poker table. Pro-caliber tables are made with high-quality gaming suede and suited speed cloths. And with their Table Builder app, customers can create a table to accommodate any game. Select one of the in-stock designs from their site or imprint your own. And now you can get a free 600-count coin inlay chipset when you purchase a ProCaliber poker table. Here's how. Use offer code HOCRADIO when you check out at ProCaliberPoker.com or when ordering by phone at 240-25-POKER. That's 240-257-6537. Remember, to get your free gift when ordering your poker table, use offer code HOCRADIO. That's H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O. Order by phone at 240-257-6537 or online at ProCaliberPoker.com. ProCaliber Poker Tables. Stop playing around and get that table you've been looking for. Need to sell your house fast? We're Homevestors, the We Buy Ugly Houses people. You've seen our big yellow billboards with our caveman Ugg, but did you know that Homevestors is America's number one home buyer? At Homevestors, we can buy your house as is, pay you cash, and usually pay most of the closing costs, and we close fast. Call today for your no-obligation consultation and get out of that ugly real estate situation. If your house needs repairs, you're ready to downsize, tired of renters and those rental property repairs, retiring, experiencing a job transfer, inherited a property, or just need to sell your house fast, do what thousands of satisfied Homevestor customers have done. Call Homevestors today for a no-obligation consultation at 866-I-WANT-UG. 
866-I-WANT-UG. We'll close fast and pay cash. So what are you waiting for? Call Homevestors today. 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. Hi, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. I just wanted to let you know about a newspaper in the New England area. If you're looking for poker tournaments or the latest promotions at Foxwoods, Mohegan Sun, Twin River, or if you want to find out what's happening in Las Vegas, Atlantic City, or other casinos around the country, then I recommend you check out New England Gaming News for all the latest news, events, and hot casino action from around the region. You can do that in one of two ways. You can either pick up their free copies at gambling venues throughout New England, or you can visit them at www.thenegn.com and sign up for exclusive specials and promotions. That's www.thenegn.com. The New England Gaming News, New England's only resource for complete casino and poker news. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. With contributors like Bill Lyons, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. Hey, this is Dave Weishuttle from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of August 22, 2016. The National Anti-Gambling Group Stop Predatory Gambling is threatening a lawsuit to reverse New York's new law legalizing daily fantasy sports. The group is claiming that the legislature had to go through the process to amend the state's constitution and not merely write a new law stating that daily fantasy sports are a game of skill. Governor Andrew Cuomo signed the bill into law two weeks ago, and the State Gaming Commission is now reviewing license applications from several daily fantasy sports companies. The Borgata Casino in Atlantic City enjoyed its best month ever with regard to revenue. The Borgata took in nearly $85 million in July, which is an increase of over 12% from this time last year. This is on the heels of the news that the Taj Mahal Casino will be closing its doors after Labor Day weekend. MGM Resorts International, who formerly owned half of the Borgata, fully acquired the property in July. And finally, a piece of Las Vegas history is gone. The final tower of the Riviera Hotel and Casino was imploded last Tuesday at 2.30 in the morning. The property will be used for the expansion of the Las Vegas Convention Center, which bought the property for $1.4 billion. The Riviera opened its doors in 1955 and hosted such acts as Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, Barbara Streisand, and Liberace. Sad to see it go. Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. Want some more excitement in your life? Sign up at virgincasino.com with promo code VIRGIN and you'll get up to $100 real cash back, plus for a limited time, $10 in free bonus money to play with. Enjoy slot and casino games like Wheel of Fortune, Cleopatra, Monopoly, Blackjack, and much more. Play on desktop or mobile device with our iOS and Android apps. Must be 21 and over and located in New Jersey. New patrons only. $10 minimum deposit and a wager required to qualify for $100 real cash back. Bonus money must be played through one time before withdrawal. Rules and dates apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLE. This is House of Cards Radio with Ashley Adams. Now, I do some other stuff, but poker, that's the thing I do best. Hi, listeners. Welcome back. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards. We've got a great and entertaining guest his name is Dan Lewis. He is a writer of the offbeat and the interesting in the gambling world. He is the author of Now I Know, a regular email that you can sign up for, as well as 
two books, Now I Know and then Now I Know More. You can reach him at nowiknowmore.com. And he is here for our listening pleasure now. Dan, are you there? I'm definitely here. I'm pleased to be here. So tell us about how it is you came to be the writer of Now I Know in all its different guises. How, what do you? So, uh, how, what is that? Yeah, so Now I Know. It's uh, nowiknow.com. It's a daily email newsletter. It's uh, an interesting story and uh, about uh, a kind of offbeat fact every day. It could be anything from uh, how Abraham Lincoln created the Secret Service the day before he was fatally shot to how carrots, which were originally purple, became orange, which we all know uh, very well. Uh, and I explore the history behind it and like the little strange little details that take the story down an unexpected path. Uh, it comes out every weekday, Monday through Friday. Uh, should hit your email inbox around seven seven fifteen Eastern time. Is this a free thing, or do people pay a little bit for it? Uh, it is free. Um, you know, it's, I, I do run some ads uh, that support it, as well as uh, a couple books that I've, I've been lucky enough to write. The first one, also called Now I Know, came out last year. Now I Know More, my second book, uh, should hit uh, bookstores November first. So uh, that certainly helps and. Uh, uh, right now, I have about 100,000 subscribers, so it's it's picking up steam pretty nicely, and it has a a real um, a real energy behind it, with a, a good opportunity for anyone who wants to learn to kind of start their day off with learning something new and different that they normally wouldn't have otherwise experienced. How did you get into doing this? So I'm the type of person who's always been uh, insatiably curious about the random little stories. I'm the person who's really annoying at a, at a cocktail party because I always have something to say about a topic, but it never has anything to do with what you're really talking about. I'll just kind of go off on a tangent about how, oh, did you know this or that or whatever? And that's really not the greatest place to share that type of stuff, but I really do love sharing it. So I kind of happened across the idea of emailing it out to a couple friends. So it started off with 20 people the first day and then 25 the next. And you know, four years later, I'm at 100, 115,000 people. It's all about this love of sharing these really interesting things that I've learned recently. Okay. Well, I'm sitting here in front of two uh, of these kinds of things. I don't know if they're examples of what you put in your email or chapters out of your book, but one is called The Mystery Vegas Casino You Can Only Visit Once Every Two Years, and it's right up our alley. Why don't you tell our listeners about this? Sure. So... Um, as many people know, there are a lot of casinos out in Las Vegas. And uh, even that said, the Las Vegas Gaming Commission, or the Nevada Gaming Commission, rather, still regulates where you can build a new casino. And a few years ago, I think it was 1997, the commission decided that there were going to be no more casinos slash hotel out in the Las Vegas Valley. However, there were a lot of them which already existed, and, of course, those were grandfathered in. Well, one of those hotels, uh, at the time I think it was called Castaways, it went out of business in 2004. Uh, it just couldn't really handle the debt that it had taken on, and the building was falling apart. So this company called Station Casinos spends $33 million to acquire this decrepit, crumbling casino, and, of course, tears it down right afterwards. So what you have there is, from 2006 on, you basically have a vacant lot. And it seems very strange to spend $33 million to buy a building, then to tear it down, and then leave it as a vacant lot. The reason why Station Casinos did this is because they wanted to maintain the grandfathered-in gambling and hotel license. So so when they decided to build whatever they're going to build there, they could still have the gambling. They could still have the entire Vegas experience. Or sell it, I imagine, to somebody... Who wanted to build that? Is the license transferable? Can you sell your grandfathered rights? The license is entirely transferable. In fact, that's exactly why they bought it. But there's a catch. The license lapses if you don't use it for two years straight. Ah. So that's 2006. What do you do in 2008? So the workaround is Station Casinos said, hey, you know what? All we need to do is have eight hours of gambling on this site in order to maintain our license. Eight hours every two years, not eight hours a day, not eight hours every single day, but one eight-hour period. So they bring in a trailer, 
of slot machines. They take out a little ad somewhere and say, hey, there's going to be a couple slot machines on this site. No big deal if you don't want to show up. We don't really care. We're not trying to make money on these, like, you know, couple dozen slot machines. We just want to keep our license in, in good standing. So the trailer shows up. It's there for eight hours. Almost nobody shows up to gamble. The trailer goes away. And for the next two years, these casinos, gaming uh, license there is valid. And they've done this three times since because they don't know what they're going to do with the land and they don't know who's going to, whether, whether maybe they sell the land, maybe they sell the license, who knows. But the only way to keep it viable is to have gambling there at least eight hours over a two-year period to keep bringing these temporary casinos and they just evaporate the next day. Really neat loophole to maintain value in something that they thought was so valuable they spent over $30 million to buy almost a decade ago. Are they the only example of that? I imagine other places might do the same thing in light of the fact that we had a big financial downturn. There are a lot of old casinos. Has this happened before? Yeah, they happen every once in a while. And uh, the Gaming Commission out in Nevada uh, has no problem with this. They don't exactly encourage it. But they, the, the casino owner or the, I guess, the, uh, the license holder, they need to get permission from the Gaming Bureau to make sure that they can do this. And this happens every once in a while, but it's not obviously an everyday occurrence. Um, when it does happen, it's only for one day. And unless you're really interested in the trivial aspect of it, it's probably not the best way to spend your vacation. <laughs> in a trailer. Right. How do you learn of this stuff? Uh, so at this point, I have enough readers and I have uh, been doing it for so long that I have a whole lot of people who send me stories saying, hey, this could be really interesting, check it out. And I also have a, a backlog of probably a few hundred things which I could write about. Uh, so for tomorrow, in fact, I'm working on a story about how uh, Alex Van Halen, the drummer of the band Van Halen, uh, his ex-wife has a clothing line, which she calls Kelly Van Halen. And there's this lawsuit happening right now. It looks like they, it, they may have settled, but I haven't figured that out yet. But there's this lawsuit happening right now uh, where the question is, can the ex-wife use the last name? Because the last name is, of course, the famous mark, the famous trademark of the band. Can she use it in commerce? Because even though that is actually her last name, well, people get confused and think that the throw pillow line she has is the quote-unquote Van Halen throw pillow line, right? <laughs> uh, so someone said that to me about two months ago, and I you know, put it in a folder. I'm like, oh, you know, I'll explore it. And I think it will turn out to be an interesting story by the time I finish tomorrow morning. Now, you can monetize this by selling ads. If I wanted to get an ad on your email letter, what would it cost me? Uh, you know, it depends on, on the, the the amount of time you're advertising and uh, the placement in it, it could be as low as a few hundred dollars. It could be as much as a few thousand dollars. And how do people get a hold of you if they have interesting ideas and they want to get onto your uh, email list? So the nice thing about being an email newsletter is all you have to do is hit reply. So you can sign up for the email at nowiknow.com. I send it out from the email address dan at nowiknow.com. Hit reply back, and it goes to the only email address I use on a personal level. So I get emails back every day from people with story ideas and stuff like that. Uh, really, I'm very easy to reach, even though I have a super common name with lots of Dan Lewis's out there. And can you tell how many uh, hits your stuff gets, or is it just all how many emails you send out? Can you find out how many people then send it on to other people? Uh, kind of. So I use a fantastic service called MailChimp to send out the emails. MailChimp tells me how many of the people who subscribe open the email on any given day. And... It's in the 30,000 range, usually 40,000 range. But it also shows me how many, quote-unquote, total opens uh, the email gets, and that usually accounts for forwards and stuff like that. And that sometimes is as high as 60,000 or more. So okay. uh, it's kind of neat. I've built this kind of uh, self-syndicated audience for myself, where if I want to say something, I can send it out to literally tens of thousands of people on any given morning. Wow, you could probably sell your list to a politician who wants to do uh, direct marketing for voters or something, although I imagine there are so many different jurisdictions that it goes to now, it might not be useful for anything but a national candidate. Um, do you have an idea of which of your emails has been the most read and thereby which story is the most popular? You know, I really don't. Uh, what I do know is that uh, even though I've been writing this for four, almost five years now, 
I have almost no idea when something is going to be super popular or kind of go over like a light balloon. Uh, every once in a while, I'll write something and I'll be like, you know, this really wasn't one of my best things, but I publish every day and that happens sometimes. So I'll hit the send button and I'll kind of ignore it for a couple hours and I'll get emails back and I'll see tweets to me saying, hey, that was one of my favorites, really great, and totally surprises me. So you would think by now I have my finger on the pulse of my readership, but I just don't. Okay, well then just using your own standard, we only have about a minute left. What would you say is among the weirdest email factoid stories that you've sent out? Sure. So there's a zoo, I think it's in Denmark, but I'd have to check that, where, which had a gorilla. And the gorilla really didn't take kindly to visitors. And that's really bad if you're a gorilla in a zoo. So what the zoo did was it handed out paper glasses to its, uh, to its visitors. And the glasses had little holes in the middle so you could look right at the gorilla. But to the gorilla... There was a, uh, from the gorilla's vantage point, they were printed on eyes, which made it look like you were looking up into the left. So no matter what you did as the person watching the gorilla, and you never appeared to be looking at the gorilla from the gorilla's point of view. And it cut back on the number of times the gorilla got angry and blew stuff and probably attacked people. Well, well wait uh, a so second, wait a second, wait a second. What's the worst that can happen if a gorilla is in a zoo? It can, how can it attack people? I think it was probably one of those kind of open-air zoos where, uh, you know, it's, uh, it, it wasn't behind a cave. It was probably behind a pit or something. I wrote this one a few years ago, so I don't remember the details uh, exactly. But certainly, um, if there, if I were looking at a gorilla, I wouldn't really feel all that comfortable that the gorilla couldn't attack me, even if it were behind bars. I see. And that's Dan Lewis, who is the author of Now I Know. You can get his emails by going to nowiknow.com. You can buy his books, Now I Know, and Now I Know More. We're going to be back after a quick break. Hey, it's Dave from House of Cards. And you know this show keeps me busy traveling around the country. You hear all that noise behind me? That's a casino floor in Atlantic City. Even though I'm around all this excitement, I still need a good night's sleep. And that's why I bring my pillow everywhere. Now, don't get me wrong, the hotel rooms here are very comfortable, but some of their pillows aren't the best for my back and neck. That's why my pillow is a must for me when I travel. And right now, my pillow is offering a special four for one deal. You get two my pillow premiums and two go anywhere travel pillows. All for the price of one MyPillow. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-319-7913. Click on or mention Radio Listener Special and use promo code CARDS, C-A-R-D-S, at checkout. MyPillow comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee, a 10-year warranty, and hey, you can even wash and dry it. You deserve a restful, deep, comfortable, and like me, healing night's sleep. That's the Radio Listener Special at MyPillow.com or call 800-319-7913 and use promo code CARDS. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code BABE16 at checkout and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code BABE16. That's B-A-B-E-16 at adamandeve.com. Make your game night the envy of all your friends and family. Play on a one-of-a-kind table. Play on a Pro-Caliber poker table. Pro-Caliber tables are made with the highest quality gaming suede on the market. And with their Table Builder app, customers can create a table to accommodate any game. Select one of the in-stock designs from their site or imprint your own. And now, you can get a free 600-count coin inlay chipset when you purchase a Pro-Caliber poker table. Here's how. 
Use offer code H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O. That's H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O when you check out at ProCaliber.com or when ordering by phone at 24025-POKER. 24025-POKER. That's 240-257-6537. ProCaliber Poker Tables. Stop playing around and get that table you've been looking for. You're listening to the House of Cards. Brunson, Gus Hansen, Seidel. Ain't nothing special. Watch them on TV back in my house, and it's just so freaking obvious to me that they're bluffing. <laughs> I know, man. I can always tell what they've got. Oh, sure. It's obvious when ESPN is showing you their whole cards. There's no whole card cam here. You want to know what I'm holding? You're going to have to read my face. It's Ashley Adams. Welcome back to House of Cards, my favorite segment, Mailbag, with my producer Dave Weishattle in studio. And I wanted to take a minute to talk about my pillow. I'm sure you've seen or heard the commercials about this hugely successful product made in the USA. And now my pillow is offering a four for one deal. You can get two my pillow premiums and two go anywhere travel pillows, all for the price of one my pillow. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-319-7913, click on or mention Radio Listener Special, and use promo code CARDS, C-A-R-D-S, at checkout. MyPillow comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee, a 10-year warranty, and you can even wash and dry it. MyPillow is also the official pillow of the National Sleep Foundation. That's the Radio Listener Special at MyPillow.com or call 800-319-7913 and use promo code cards you got some questions for us dave i certainly do i have one from mark from denver colorado which apparently we're on on broadcast radio out there nice so, to hey, know so what is mark denver, colorado well i just want to remind everyone if you have a question for our mailbag you can email the show at info at house of cards tweet us at hoc radio post a question on our facebook page or leave a message or text on the house of cards hotline 609-474-HOCR. That number is, before Ashley asks me again, 609-474-4627. And if we use One your, more time, Dave. One more time. One all more right, time. Just for Ashley. 609-474-4627. Great. And if we use your question on the air, you'll receive a BorgataPoker.com baseball hat. BorgataCasino.com and BorgataPoker.com. Game online anywhere at any time in New Jersey. And gosh, those hats are nice. I wear mine all the time. Oh, I love it, man. They it's come tough. in different sizes. It's not adjustable, but it's actually like a... It's a flex it, thing. It's a yeah. flex yeah. thing. It's very nice. Mark writes, with the NFL's Oakland Raiders possibly moving to Las Vegas and with the NHL granting a Vegas hockey team... Does this mean the professional leagues are softening their approach to sports betting? I know New Jersey is close to allowing sports betting in their state. Could this prompt the federal government to allow it nationwide? Also, how will this affect the future of daily fantasy sports? Well, there's a lot. <laughs> um, I have no idea. I guess they're drooling over if it's indicative. I mean, I think the spirit of his question is an optimistic one that yeah. he's really opining that he sees this as a possible opening for legalized sports betting nationwide. I I wouldn't go that far. I mean, it looks to me like a good, small, tiny little step. I, I think it's a glimmer of hope. I think, glimmer uh, of hope, sure. sure. <laughs> glimmer. I think the uh, NBA per, uh, commissioner said, uh, Silver, said, you know, hey, gambling's a part of the culture with sports, and we might have to address it, and we have to, you know, maybe incorporate it or somehow do something. I think the problem is a lot of people don't know there's a federal legislation, the PAPSPA, which is the Professional and Amateur Sports Protection Act, which says, I guess, sports betting is dangerous except in four states, which is Oregon, <laughs> Iowa, Nevada, and Delaware, Delaware which is a right. strange four states. To, to I didn't even know there was gambling in Iowa. Well, there's definitely gambling. Yeah, there's gambling in Iowa. in Iowa, but sports betting in Iowa. But it's uh... well, there's sports betting in every state, but in all but four, it's completely illegal. Yep. And in only one is it 
what we would consider real sports betting. It's only in Nevada where they have real sports betting. In yeah. the other three states, they have these kind of esoteric parlay cards you can have. Yeah, apparently, no- like in Delaware, you can't bet on a game, but you right. can bet on a whole mess of games and see right. how you do with the... It strikes me as silly. The, all of our gambling laws are, to me, uh, tortured. We should just allow it, uh, crack down on the bad operators, regulate it, tax it, um, allow for small betting parlors like they have in England. Um, and I don't know if this is a good – it always struck me as absurd that you can't have a sports team in Nevada because there's legalized gambling in Nevada, but you can bet – Sports. Oh, anyway, what's the difference where the team physically is? Well, there's I mean, a people watch team in television. Nevada. There's a co- University of course, of Las UNLV, Vegas. Yeah. right, which has been involved in all sorts you of know, gambling scandals. I'm going to give Mark another uh, glimmer of hope. He mentioned New Jersey in here, and it's being decided right now in a federal judge panel. One of the judges that will decide in New Jersey is Marianne Trump Barry, who is the sister of Donald Trump who's good friends with the governor, Christie, of New Jersey. So huh. I don't <laughs> – there's another strange glimmer of hope <laughs> for Mark. Right. I guess, apparently he has to grab onto anything. So. I, I'm in favor of glimmers of hope, but to be honest, uh, that's about all it would be. It's not a sign of anything definitely to come. What do we have? Anything else? No, that's about that's it. it. That's it. You only prepared have. one question? Um, that's all we have. <laughs> all right. Well, listeners, uh, we'll have to continue a discussion next time on House of Cards. Until then, uh, good luck and good day. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.